Hello, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Elder Sophia Review for the Licensure Examination for Teachers. Today, our episode will deal with the the philosophies of education, the major philosophies of education. There are different philosophies of education. There are more than five, but today we will just tackle the five major philosophies of education. Namely, idealism, realism, pragmatism, existentialism, and critical theory. And when I discuss these theories or philosophies of education, I'll be discussing their metaphysics, epistemology, and axiology. Just to give a recap or review of what is metaphysics, epistemology, and what is axiology, I'll be giving you a short recap of these concepts. Metaphysics basically is the study of what is real and not real. So when we talk about a philosophy, it has an assumption or the hypothesis or a declaration of what is reality for that philosophy for each of the five philosophies. So we will be dealing with that. And knowing the metaphysics of a particular philosophy of education will guide us in the understanding of how do teachers view reality and the curriculum and other teaching learning approaches and methods if he or she applies that particular philosophy. So that's for metaphysics. And the second one is epistemology. Epistemology is a branch of philosophy that talks about how to gain knowledge, how to acquire knowledge. And knowing what is the epistemology of each of the five philosophies of education I've mentioned a while ago will give you understanding, will let you be aware of how teachers construct the curriculum, how they choose the different subject areas because epistemology is the area of philosophy that deals with how to gain knowledge. And the last part is axiology. Axiology is a branch of philosophy that deals with the values. And each philosophy has as a certain point as a certain sets of values and as an educator it is important to know the different values the priorities of these values for each of the five major philosophies of education and let's begin with idealism in idealism reality in terms of metaphysics is spiritual or mental and If you say mental or spiritual, it believes that what is real is unchanging. It cannot be changed. It exists in the mind. It is a concept. It is an abstract. For example, if we say that this is a chair, the real chair only exists in the mind and not the chair that you see, that you feel when you sit. So the real chair only exists as an ideal 
only in the mind. What you see, what you feel, what you touch is not real. What is real is the concept of the chair and it isn't changing. And the chair that you are sitting, that you are using when you listen to lecture, when you eat your meal is basically not real because after a hundred years it will disappear it will be destroyed and idealism contradicts this fact and so that's for the metaphysics of idealism and for the epistemology or the process of knowing things idealism believes that gaining knowledge or learning is the process of just rethinking of latent ideas. Latent means prior ideas. So idealist believes that each one of us has prior knowledge, has a stock knowledge. So therefore, if you are a, if you are an idealist teacher or educator, you will encourage questions that elicit prior knowledge. And that's why we have the Socratic dialogue here in idealism. And it assumes that if you want to learn something, you just have to call out from your memory or from your, from your brain what has been stored there prior to the introduction of that subject matter. Because it believes that there are latent ideas before the teaching of the particular subject. And idealism believes that values are absolute and eternal in terms of its axiology. Values are not changing. So what is honesty right now is the same concept of honesty in the next year or 50 years ago or 100 years ago. What is wisdom right now or modesty right now is the same concept of modesty or honesty or wisdom 100 or 1,000 years ago, and it does not change. So that's for idealism. And of course, for realism, it's another major philosophy of education, ladies and gentlemen. Realism believes, in terms of metaphysics, that reality is objective. It is objective and it is not subjective. It is fixed. Just like idealism, it is unchanging. And the only difference between realism and idealism in terms of its metaphysics is that reality is composed of matter and form. Although it is fixed and objective, it has matter and form. It has to be felt. So when you say, what is a real chair? You will say that a real chair is this one because you can sit there. There is a matter, there is shape and form. And it's not only a concept. It's not only a dream or a vision, but something that you have felt, you have seen, you have touched, you have heard. So that is for the reality of realism. The only difference is that it has a matter and form, while in idealism it is unchanging also, but it has no matter and form, it just exists in the mind, what is real. And for epistemology, realism believes that gaining knowledge consists of sensation and abstraction so basically if you are a realist teacher you will encourage your students to be exposed with the senses like you will ask them to listen to music 
or to watch a film, to watch a demonstration, and to let them really feel. So if you are teaching the process of chemical change, you will not just teach the theory of physical change or chemical change, but you will burn a piece of paper and let them feel, let them see, let them smell, and let them hear what is happening to that piece of paper undergoing a chemical change. Because realist teachers believe in sensation, the use of the senses. And with the use of the senses, you can now formulate abstraction, which is a very important aspect in realism. Because without the senses, if the students are not exposed to sensory experience, they cannot form abstraction or generalization. So realism proceeds from letting the students be exposed with their senses, with their, with their feelings and emotions and, you know, the, the sensory experience to the process of generalization and abstraction after the, this particular experience. So that is for realism, which is opposite to that of idealism because idealism believes that there is already stuck up knowledge in the minds of the students while realist believes that the students need to feel, to experience that concept before they can learn that particular skill or experience. And of course, axiology for realists is that uh, values are absolute just like idealism and they are also eternal values are also eternal and absolute so what is honesty today has is the same concept of honesty 200 years ago <coughs> so of course for um, that's for the axiology and for realists believes that Values are based on natural law, while idealism does not believe that values are based on natural law, it could be based on spiritual laws or divine laws. Pragmatism, and pragmatism, which is the third philosophy of education, pragmatism believes that reality is the interaction of an individual with the environment or experience. So what is being experienced by the students consists of real learning or education. And it is always changing, of course, because without experience, the students cannot learn, cannot come to grips with the competencies. So that's the essence of pragmatism. Reality is the interaction of an individual with the environment. Therefore, reality is always changing as in contrast with idealism and realism. While epistemology for pragmatism is based on the fact that gaining knowledge is a process of experience and not just any other type of experience but it is an experience with the use of scientific law. So you expose your students in a procedure like you identify the problem, you formulate the hypothesis, you gather data, and you come up with a conclusion. And values for pragmatism 
are situational or relative. So honesty, modesty, being industrious or having wisdom may not be the same set of values, conceptualization, the concept of those values may not be the same 200 years ago because maybe 200 years ago the concept of honesty is this one while today it's a different one and maybe 200 years from now or 50 years from now it will be a different concept of honesty and that's for pragmatism then the the fourth one is existentialism just remember that in existentialism reality is also subjective just like pragmatism but pragmatism is based on the interaction with the environment which could also be subjective but the purest subjectivity is in existentialism because in terms of its epistemology existentialism believes that gaining knowledge or learning is the ability to make personal choices so the curriculum of an existentialist is given freely to the will of the students or the learners he or she arranges or chooses the subject matter to be learned he chooses what to learn based on his needs or interests or what he really loves to do so personal choices and of course values should be freely chosen so if realists and idealists say that honesty wisdom being industrious or modest being modest are important values that existentialist teachers believe that students have the right to choose which values should be learned because they should be freely given the choice to choose the, the right values to learn and lastly for the major philosophies we have critical theory Critical theory believes that reality is politically, socially, and economically constructed. That is their metaphysics. In other words, what is real is based on the interaction of the individual or based on the construed nature of the present politics, sociology, and economy of that particular society. So what is real here in the Philippines may not be real in Belgium or in any other part of the world in the US because they have different political social and economic construction or realities and because of that their epistemology is based on the fact that knowing comes from critical analysis of conflicts of society so you can only learn knowledge if you can identify the conflicts the problems in society and from that identification of the problem you will be able to prioritize subjects and competencies and skills needed for you to address these conflicts in society and values in terms of its axiology for critical theory values are constructed or understood in terms of power power relations who is powerful and who is less powerful 
are you in a country where it is governed by oligarch, monarch, or is it democratic country or government or for or any other types of government? So that's for the values in terms of critical theory. So today we have discussed idealism, realism, pragmatism, existentialism, and critical theory as major philosophies of education. Of course, there are other theories, philosophies of education, minor philosophies, which we'll be discussing in the next episode. So, this podcast is supported by the practice test of Alda Sophia. So, if you are able to grab a copy of the practice test, you can answer based on the lecture that was given in this podcast. So, I will leave you for now and good luck and happy learning. Goodbye. See you.